What's up, everybody? I'm KJ Smith here with Joe Chipton, and welcome back to the N1 Show with KJ and Joe, presented by On3. You're home for exclusive interviews with some of the most talented hoopers in the world, along with reactions to viral basketball news and moments trending on the web. Today, we'd like to welcome in a, a very special guest out of Wisconsin, a four-star a four-star guard and future Tar Heel, Seth Trimble. Thanks for coming on, man. Yes, sir. How are you guys? We're doing good. We appreciate you doing this. Of course. Okay, so Seth, first question, you know, and it might be the most important one on the podcast. Um, Drake or Kanye's album? Uh, you know, see, I love both. Uh, Drake, I think I listen to more, but you know, I think Kanye is definitely more of like a, like a beautiful, you know, just deep type of album. So if I had to choose one, I think I'd choose CLB just because, you know, I've been a day one Drake fan. Same with Kanye, but I just ride with Drake uh, way more. Joe, what about you? I'm with Drake. I'm riding with Drake, 100%. Yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm with Seth. Like, I listen to both. I was Somebody explained it to me perfect. They were like, look, Kanye is like a, a musical, like, masterpiece. Like, Drake is like a one straight shooter. You know what you're getting with Drake. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah. Kanye is just an experience. That's what I think. Right. For sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So Seth, what's your schedule like? You know, uh, you know, have you started school yet? You know, what's your day to day? I'm sure it's different, you know, from this past summer. Oh yeah, my schedule, I mean, my school schedule is great. I think well, I have five classes. Uh, so it's three one day, two the next day. One day I'll start class or start school at 11.30. And then the next day I'll get off of school at, you know, one something. So I get to work out in the morning and then work out right after school. So, I mean, I can still fit all my workouts that I did in the summertime, you know, during the school season. So it's great. And you have the same trainer, at, like in the summertime, does he come to school? Or are you working out with your coaches? What's the deal with that? I go to them. I go to them. They're both 15, 20 minutes away from me. So, you know, it's nothing too trouble. Got you. So for those who don't know, you know, there's a lot of Tario fans that are on YouTube and, you know, watching you play in EYBL games. How would you describe your game to them? Uh, you know, I think I'm an all-around point guard. Uh, really just get it done both in the offensive end and the defensive end. Uh, Scoring-wise, call myself a three-level scorer. I mean, get to the basket more, but... I mean, I can really get it done on, you know, every single level. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty good the explanation. Love the defensive bouncy. end. Bouncy. Yeah, bouncy, <laughs> super athletic guard. Runs in the family. Thanks. So, do you think, you know, your brother had a big, you know, sway into you going to Carolina? Or do you think it was like an afterthought? Uh, no. I mean, he laid off my, I mean... All of my visits, he told me he was going to lay off. He's not going to persuade me to anything. But he told me uh, when I step on the Chapel Hill, I'll know. And so that's like the only thing he told me, but that's really not even persuading. So he laid off and, I mean, he let me be me. He gave his personal opinions, of course, with everything. But that's really like the one thing he told me where I was like, oh, okay. But, I mean, he was right. He, he was right. So for those of um, the people listening that aren't sure who you're referring to, you know, JP Tokato, um, you know, when it comes to your recruitment, Seth, you know, you step foot on, you know, the campus at Chapel Hill, you know, like your brother said, you know, was it then when you realized that you wanted to be a Tar Heel, did it come later? 
did you know you wanted to go to North Carolina before you even visited? You know, what was the process like in your mind figuring out where you wanted to go to school? Uh, I mean, it was always down to, you know, a good three options for me later in the pro in the process. Uh, and really, my mindset was, you know, I'll know when I know, you know. Uh, I came into it. I didn't have a favorite. I was, you know, open to everything and open to each school. But uh, it was when I was on my Carolina visit where everything just, like, just came to me. And I just, you know, I just knew I got that feeling. You know, my brother said he told me, you know, I'll know when I know. And he said, I'll know when I step onto the campus. And, I mean, I just knew. I didn't rush anything, but I mean, my plan was to always commit, you know, before the summer ended. But I mean, luckily, I got to commit right when the summer started. Who was your host on your visit? Uh, Pub Johnson and Justin McCoy. Oh, yeah, they they're great. Care. Those are great dudes. Yeah, no, they're great, great dudes. For sure. For sure. Oh, my God. Did you ever yeah, think, you know, them. going through the process that you would end up anywhere else? Did you, you know, think at one point, you know, when you're in Ann Arbor, you know, you know, with Jawan Howard, did you think, you know, oh, okay, you know, I might be a Wolverine. You know, did, did any other school kind of cross your mind? Of course, you like other schools, you know what I mean? Because I, th- I remember you hit me up. You, you were going to, you were planning on doing a top five. Um, yep. I don't know who else is on it. Marquette, USC, maybe a couple other schools. But, yep. um, you know, you only visited North Carolina and Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, you know, what was it like? Did you ever think you'd end up anywhere else? Uh, I mean, yeah, I didn't get my UNC until – can't even remember. I think it was April. I think it was April is when I got it. So, you know, there was a good moment where, you know, it was Michigan, Marquette, USC. You know, those three were really hot for me when I didn't have UNC. So, you know, it was really between those three. I always told myself, where could I see myself out of those three? Or, you know, just who was my favorite? But, you know, it all changed when Carolina came, of course. But, I mean, there was a really good moment in time when, you know, UNC wasn't even in mind because didn't have the offer or anything, you know. Did the, did the Jordans have anything to do with them? Would you have went to Nah, like I think about it until after. I really didn't think about it until after, and that made me even more geek. This is what, look, this is my suggestion to you because I messed up. Like, every time I got a pair of retros, we'd get the off-white, uh, like, off-whites, the fives, all these ones that yeah. people aren't even getting, and I would just wear them. Like, I would wear them to a football game. And then – there was people who, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm telling you, it's like a stock. Honestly, if you keep them like fresh in the box, like, okay, keep a couple, but like, mm-hmm. and even, even playing shoes, like keep a couple playing shoes and the rest, if you just have them on ice in your locker, like this, like it'll be worth so much later after you graduate. Like right. I'm telling you, right. that's, oh, yeah, that's the know. one thing I wish I would have My did. brother told me that too. Yeah. yeah. My brother, he kept, or, well, he didn't wear a lot of his, but yeah, I feel like I might be the opposite. I just got to control myself. Yeah, it's hard. KG, how many shoes oh, have you got um, throughout your time in North Carolina, like besides playing shoes, like the high ones, like the off-whites? I think I, we might have got – with between retros, we got two retros every year, so that's eight. Um, but I probably had over 60 pairs of shoes. It was so much where I grabbed – when I was leaving, my locker was like overflowing. I grabbed as much stuff as I could and just sent it back home. And it was like $400 to ship home. And I left and I was like, you could have like, I'm just leave the rest. Cause you know, they're all beat up. Right. Um, my right. friends came into my locker 
my my dad's AU team, they got to go on a tour of the Smith Center. And they're like, yeah, this is uh -huh. KJ's locker. And I wasn't there. Um, and they're like, yeah, this is KJ's locker. And they were still like, wow, you have so much shoes. Like still, after I, you know, stuffed it with bunches of boxes. So it's, right. you're going to have so right. much shoes. Yeah, like you're going to be dripped out. Oh, yeah. so you're going to have nothing to worry about. Oh, for sure. For sure. KJ, what would you say your favorite pair of shoes? You know, maybe not value-wise. You know, maybe the off-whites were probably the most, you know, yeah. worthy. But what was your just favorite all-time that you got? So I think the moment with the story, like the moment with the shoe kind of is more is more for me. So we had Coach Williams every game used to wear a different pair of retros and have no clue what they like were. Or, you know, he would just show up to us and be like, are these cool? And be like, yes. So he had um, a pair of fires that didn't come out yet. Um, and then he came into the locker room and everybody was like, oh, no, he, it was Travis Scott Forrest. That's what it was. And then so he came uh, into the locker room and everybody was like going crazy. And he was like, oh, you guys like these? And we were like, yes. He's like, all right, win this game tonight and I'll get you these. And then you see like the uh, the PR person and like the Jordan guy like shaking their head like there's no, like, no, we can't do that. And he's like, no, I don't care what he says. Like, I'm going to call Jordan personally and I'm going to get him. So we win the game in overtime. Right. And then the next week they come in after a practice. They're like, yo, we have a team meeting. Like everybody thinks we're in trouble. Hoots comes in, wheeling in 20 pairs of shoes. Like, everybody got them. The managers, all Travis Scott's. We were going crazy. Oh, that's dope. So, like, stuff like that. that you those those have been one of them. This is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, numbers. right. Yeah. Right. Dope. Yeah, that's one thing I'll miss is, is seeing Coach Roy wearing those Jordans. Because, you know, it doesn't match, you know, this, this old guy wearing, <laughs> yeah. you know, these hip shoes. But it was always, like, you know, you know, fun to see. You know, he would always turn up right. social media because people would see him and he would always blow it up. Um, you know, but, you know, obviously you got a new head coach, Hubert Davis. You know, Seth, how, you know, how well have you gotten to know him? Um, and, you know, what are your initial impressions so far with him? I um, mean, I've gotten to know Coach super well. Uh, I love him. My first thoughts of him were, you know, I never had any doubt in him that he could pick up right where it left off. Uh you know, and he's, you know, a really experienced guy. He's been with ESPN, been in the NBA for how long? You know, he chose when he left. Uh, I just think he's been under Coach Roy's uh, wing for, you know, however many years. So, I mean, my first initial, initial thoughts of him were, I mean, it's one of the best of the best already. Uh, I mean, I know he doesn't have the stats as a head coach to prove it, but that's just, you know, what I really firmly believe because, you know, of everything that he's been through or, you know, the people that he's had to – guide him through this or support him. So, I mean, I have 100% faith in Coach Huber, for sure. Well, one thing you can say about him is that he's a great recruiter because, you know, just today you guys got Tyler Nichol. Mm -hmm. uh, your class is now stacked yes, with Huber, Jalen Washington, and yourself. How confident do you feel in the class that you have now with this commitment today? Oh, super confident. Uh, you know, I feel like we'll all just keep getting better and better, uh, you know, build a better relationship with each other. Hopefully, get to see each other out in Carolina at some point this year. Uh, you know, I'm 100% confident in this group. Uh, I feel like we're one of the best in the nation. And, you know, what we really put our mind to, I feel like we can really get done. Seth, would you say, you know, there's a couple other kids, you know, still considering North Carolina for the class of 2022, you know, Derek Lively, um, you know, Cam Whitmore. Who was the other? Who was the other, KJ? Um, 
Sorry, let me look right now. But, you know, speaking of those, you know, guys, you know, I know you've already got a couple, you know, big men, you know, Will Shaver, you know, Jalen Washington. You know, do you think the Tar Heels still have a chance at getting, um, you know, Derek Lively? You, do you think that's still a possibility or do you think it's more of a, you know, Kentucky, dare I say Duke, um, you know, type of battle? Uh. You know, I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't got too uh, heavily, you know, into the recruiting. Uh, I've talked to Coach Hubert and Coach Brad a lot about Tyler or Cam because, you know, they cut down their list short. But, you know, I haven't talked, you know, a lot about Derek. I know he's a great player, played against him, watched him play in Peach Jam. Uh, but, you know, I haven't really talked much about that. Uh, you know, I guess I'm kind of curious myself as, you know, to your question. Are you helping recruit at all? Oh, for sure. For sure. I'll talk to Coach Brad or Coach Hubert, you know, see the thoughts on their players, see how they feel, and then go from there. Um, so, obviously, we've seen the new legislation uh, with the NCAA pass that allows athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. You have players on your team who have already, you know, signed major deals at uh, UNC. Um, that being said, how do you feel about this new rule change? And what do you – are you doing anything now? Are you waiting until college? Are you waiting until the next level after that? What's your plans? Uh, I mean, I think it's a really good chance for, you know, players to finally be able to do something and just do something great off of their name. I haven't done anything yet. Uh, I've had a few people or a few companies or brands reach out to me. But, I mean, right now I really just stay focused on – what I need to do, talk to my parents about it. You know, that's not our biggest concern right now. But, you know, when we I, we know what that when I get to UNC that probably pick up heavier. But my mom's actually taking uh, an NIL class right now. So they're getting really prepared on it. And, you know, just I'm excited for it. You know, just, I won't let it distract me, of course. That'll be, you know, definitely not the person I worry about. But I think it'll be a good thing for a good opportunity for a lot of players. Do you have any concerns with it at all? You know, a lot of people bash it, you know, in regard to, you know, oh, it's going to cause locker room drama. You know, some players are going to make more money than others. You know, obviously you haven't, you know, been able to dive into, you know, that experience yet you know, in the locker room in North Carolina. You know, but, you know, being, you know, experiencing the fact of, you know, having teammates, uh, do you think, um, you know, that it'll all work out? Or do you have any concerns personally as well? You know, I haven't even, like, thought of, like, team concerns like that. So that's a good question. I mean, I have thought about, you know, what if this NIL, you know, takes over a player's mind too much and they, you know, lose track of what they're supposed to do and, you know, what they're supposed to get done. Like, no, I thought about that, but I haven't thought too heavily about, you know, if it could affect the team or, you know, players – or yeah, you know, but I I haven't thought about that. I think it definitely could, if you know it goes down the wrong path. But yeah, I haven't thought. Of it. That's a good question. Well, I'm tell you, for sure. I haven't thought. I'm gonna tell you a quote that before even you know nil was a thing because there was a lot of players like we're Carolina, so we got guys who are always thinking about the draft of their first year, and he would always say this: mm -hmm. Look, if you take care of the basketball, everything else will take care of itself. So if you guys produce, if you right. guys, you know, win, more endorsement deals are going to come anyway. You know, the whole team will be on a commercial, right. stuff like that. 
So, I mean, as long as you guys put the basketball first, you'd be a leader in the locker room and let everybody know that. Like, and that's going to be on you because you're the point guard. You know, I think you guys will be right. successful. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's the plan. Always basketball first. Just never let that NIL take anything away. KJ, I got a question for you. You know, you know, speaking about, you know, Coach Roy's retirement, a lot of people, you know, they said, you know, oh, it's because of age. You know, oh, it's because, you know, all these, you know, the transfer rule or, um, you know, players going one and done, you know, like in your experience and being tied so tightly with North Carolina, you know, did he express to you all you know, why he would be retiring or if he didn't, what is your assumption as to why? He did. Um, and it wasn't because he didn't think he could do it anymore. And it wasn't because he didn't care um, or he wasn't passionate enough. It for sure wasn't those reasons. The reason he thought um, he needed to retire was because he wasn't the right man for the job anymore. That's what he thought in his own mind. So, you know, he thought somebody else was more fitting and that person was coach Davis. So, I mean, a lot of people, it takes a lot to do that, to step down and, you know, in such a, a position of power, um, you've accomplished so much just to not give it all away, but just, you know, take a step back and say, wow, you know, this is my career. I accomplished all I need to accomplish. And for the sake of the program, this I need to put some appoint somebody else to take it to new heights. So, you know, that's what that's what his decision was. Yeah, that makes sense. So how like for me, I had no clue it was coming. Like, did you all have an idea? Did he tell you two weeks prior? Did he tell you before the last season started? Like, when did you, you all know? Seth and Joe, I kid you not. I was sleeping. It was The season was over, and it was April 1st. I was at my girlfriend at the Times house. I wake up. I get a call. Like, yo, we have a Zoom. Like, it's really big. I'm like, no, no, we don't. I hang up. Then I get a call from like coaches now, like, yo, you need to get on this Zoom. Everybody's on the Zoom. So I was like, okay, let me get on the Zoom. And then, you know, coach is saying, he's like in tears, like, you know, guys, I'm retiring. Mind you, it's it's April Fool's Day. Right. So right. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking he's it's a joke. Like, I'm like, all right, they got us. At some point he's gonna say it's a joke. And right. then, you know, I didn't really believe it until they were like, Yeah, and you know, there's press gonna be here at twelve PM, like and the whole state or not Staples Center, the whole Smith Center was packed and he was retiring. Like it was unbelievable. We yeah. found out that day. That's and he crazy. told he told the staff that day as well. He told everybody on on one day. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. It was it was nuts. On April Fool's Day. What a horrible <laughs> day to announce it on though, because I remember like right. comments like everybody thought it was a joke, like all the Carolina fans, like they didn't believe yeah. it. There's no way this mm-hmm. is real. Yeah. We had, I remember Armando had to tweet out, like, this is not a joke. <laughs> it was like nobody believed, you know? It was, it was nuts. It was absolutely. Did nuts. he intentionally do that? Or no, he I mean, he, he didn't intentionally do it, but people really just were hitting him up. Like, yeah, you know, right. So, so many people were texting us. And, you know, it was just, he wanted to just put a statement out. And he had the like biggest statement out of everybody. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, let me ask you this, KJ, then, um, you know, in regard, and I can get your, uh, you know, comment on it as well, Seth, you know, Coach Roy, you know, he announces he's retiring. He doesn't do, you know, a farewell tour, you know, like the rival Duke, a lot of, you know, especially North Carolina fans, 
you know, would say, oh, he just wants it, you know, for his pride, you know, like when, you know, got like, you know, for example, Dirk, Kobe, God rest his soul, you know, the last time being in this particular arena or wherever else, what are y'all's thoughts on, you know, Coach K, you know, not just retiring like Coach Roy, you know, saying this will be my final year? I think personally, I think it's really cool because now all the fans can appreciate and know that this is their last time seeing Coach K. It drives up ticket sales. The fans are going to be even louder. And is going to be the loudest stadium that you know each player goes to this year. You're absolutely nuts. Like you're going to be able to be in Chapel Hill and hear you know a Duke game going on. I think it's a great idea, honestly. I mean, what do you think, Seth? Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I think that was you know a really good idea. Uh, a farewell tour. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, his fan base, you know, gave him a really good opportunity. Just really get a good goodbye. I mean, just off of what you were saying. Uh, you know, it was going to be a lot of people. Well, kind of like with Roy, uh, you know, I'm sure there would have been a lot of people who would have loved to see him, you know, in the Dean Smith Center one last time or who would have loved to know. You know, I think uh, – I just think it will be a really good experience for Coach Gay uh, in his fame base. Yeah, 100%. Seth thank, Seth, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we appreciate you. Oh, for sure. Thank you. Thank you, guys. This is great. Really fun. Yeah, man, we appreciate your time. You know, best of luck, you know, you know, with your senior year, you know, at North Carolina as well. Um, and, you know, and to our listeners, if you enjoyed this episode with North Carolina Commit Seth Trimble, please leave us a like, a review, and please subscribe. Uh, thanks again, Seth. We appreciate you, man. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Right, Go man. Heels. Go Heels. Go Heels.